I think every generation is moving, is progressing. They want to uh, do something other than what has already been done. Welcome back to the Tangent Podcast with and my boy Yes. And uh, this whole podcast show is about exploring different topics, hence the, hence the name, and us learning about it. I'm learning a ton uh, just now in the second episode because a lot of these topics we don't know a lot about. Absolutely. It's giving us the opportunity to, to learn. dip in and then find and out more about each and of these things. And in turn, things. we want to give you guys what we learned and also some of our insights. And and we will go on tangents. Yeah. Just like episode one, I mean, we got into things like accountability, even though we talk about orca whales. Yeah. And we found there's actually a correlation, almost like a causation there, which was mm. really interesting. Yeah. So what's today's episode about, Yes? Today. Today's episode is about gun violence and depression. All right, cool. Gun violence, as you know, is such a massive subject. Huge. I think we're going to have a series on that too. Oh, definitely. Eventually, as we go on. But what we thought we'd touch on as an initial sort of start to the discussion um, is uh, what role um, mental illness or depression plays in gun violence. Sure. And we can perhaps look at a few instances that we've sure we've thought I think about. It's, it's a massive topic. And yeah. I think we're definitely going to have the series because yeah. there's a lot of correlation. There's a lot of people go against it. And there's a lot to explore because there, sadly, there has been a lot of shootings and there has been a lot of you know gun violence out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, which there wasn't, but you know, it is what it is. And I think yeah. we're going to be looking at ma- like three, we said. We'll kind of we'll look at three major ones and mm-hmm. kind of see our ideas on that. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start off with one of the most known in the mm-hmm. U.S. It was a whole documentary, uh, the Columbine shooting. Right. And there was a whole documentary by, um, oh God, blanking on his name, uh, Michael Moore, mm-hmm. about about the Columbine. Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, Bowling yeah. for Columbine. Great documentary. He does mm-hmm. he does talk about a lot of, uh, he, he touches a lot of different topics. Yeah. And the documentary was actually successful because it actually like, got Kmart to start selling bullets for AK-47s. Yeah. And, and high round uh, rifles, so I think that was that was good. It was definitely a good one. For me, what was really interesting sure. is uh, the sheer violence of Columbine was quite intense. So those two kids, mm-hmm. uh, it was Dylan Klepold uh, and Eric Harris, right? Mm-hmm. They killed thirteen people. Yeah, which is horrible, right? Now, what's really interesting is when you look at the documentary, it does talk. They talk to a lot of their, you know, their their. Their classmates, right? And all the time, and there, there was definitely the thing is, I, always, I want to get your thoughts on this. There's always something interesting. Do you think that after a horrific accident happens, do you think do we change our perspectives on the people we knew? Like, I let's say, let's say I knew this person. I knew Eric Harris, and I mm-hmm. thought he was an okay kid. But after after a shooting, did he did this image of him change? And I think he was always depressed. Do you think that's a real? Do you think there's 100%. a cognitive bias there? One hundred percent. Of course. I mean, if he, if you know, you judge people based on their actions. Sure. So if you know a person that you've known for all your life has never done anything bad, you think of you categorize that person mm. as a person that's not harmful, a person that you're comfortable around and you're yeah. safe around. But all of a sudden, if that one person commits an act of violence, and especially one that doesn't really have justification behind yeah. it, then all of a sudden they're in a, a category that's like, oh. You know, this person is dangerous, yeah. and it's it's a human nature, right? It's a, we're we're designed, and I think we're we're wired to be that way to yeah. protect ourselves. Yeah. So, so in the documentary, they do interview interview their classmates, and they were saying that those kids were were a bit loners. Mm-hmm. Um, they were off, or, or whatever word they used. And when I kind of look at it, 
I do, I personally, and I, I want to get your thoughts, I do think there is a correlation between, you, I don't think you can be a sane, normal, I don't want to use the word normal, like a sane, fully functioning human being with no, nothing wrong mentally mm-hmm. and do a horrific act like that. I can't, I can't imagine a human being like that. I would have to always say that there's something wrong. I think, and I've, I've kind of looked into this as yeah. well myself, and what I found was, was that in the States, Apparently, based on statistics, only 4% of uh, mass shootings were, um, were categorized as people with mental illness. Really? 96% were not. Interesting. And the stats... Um, so, so you you ask the question, okay, well, what were these? What were the causes? What, why did these yeah. people create do these massive shootings uh, or mass shootings uh, if they weren't mentally ill? And it's because of how the system is designed. Okay. So, what categorizes a person as mentally ill? A person okay. that's mentally ill, based on the system that we have in place in the you know, right now in the U.S. and Canada, is that either they're something they're diagnosed with something like you know, bipolarism okay. or schizophrenia or some sort of a condition that, you know, categorizes you as mentally ill. So you could, you could, oh, okay, so within that scope, you'll fall out of it. But that's, yeah, absolutely. But then, but then how do you know if a person's psychological health is a factor in making the that's decision? Very, that's very, it's such a skewed model. Right? So there's no way to know. So either you have to make a, you know, you have to revise the system and look into it For and sure. include uh, those people that are doing it out of, you know, in acceptance or um, the, the brewing of uh, revenge because they were yeah. bullied or something had happened in but their the, but life. That, for, that for me is a mental, that's, 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 for, I would count it because, yeah. for example, these two guys in Columbine, they were planning it for a long time. Mm-hmm. That means they're sitting there and they, at some point they would even like laugh at other school students and be like, oh, they, those guys were, were, were going to be better and they would talk about these things and, and they planned the whole thing. So that you can't, so even maybe, fine, maybe they weren't bipolar, they weren't schizophrenic. Yeah. But something is is off. But who's a, a kid that's angry? Yeah. And instead of you know going and punching his bully in the face, decides to shoot him. Mm. There's a fine line between because it's human nature to, to yeah. be angry and to to, to you know uh, want revenge. Sure. That's just the way yeah. humans are wired. So you're basically saying that they're mentally ill if they've taken a drastic step. Yeah. To basically you know achieve avenge yeah. or revenge as opposed to a reasonable one sure. that's like okay i'm gonna go punch this guy in the face yeah. i'm you know but oh you're shooting him now all of a sudden you're mentally ill mm. so it's, again it's such a fine line how do you differentiate those things right yes, yes, so if you point, elevate yeah. it to a certain level then all of a sudden you're mentally ill i don't think they're mentally ill in my opinion okay well, my opinion is is i think that they are extreme in the way that they do things, I don't think they're mentally ill per mm. se, because then you're you're also taking away from, you know, the the the, the people the that are mentally ill. Okay. Exactly, people that are that actually have an issue where yeah. they are they don't have any control over what they're doing, right? Mm. So I think that it's a it's a there's a big and it's up for debate. There's sure. no real sure. true black or white answer for it. In my yeah, opinion. for me, I just kind of look at it that if if you are going to take another life, you can't be not mentally ill something like you're you're saying in front of a like a child right mm-hmm. and you have a gun into his face and you shoot him in the face yeah. i can't imagine you being dubbed as sane right 
But again, it's, it's, it is, I, I, I totally understand uh, your point. It's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it's very subjective. I think, yeah. At the same time, you also have pharmaceuticals who are probably also helping skewing that game because pharmaceuticals are, are make a lot of money mm-hmm. off antidepressants. They make right. a, lot, a lot of money off opioids, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if suddenly there's a 100% correlation yeah. between gun violence and, and depression opioids, that's going to hurt the pharmaceutical companies. So I'm sure there's, there's a, so many different elements. There could be yeah. so many elements. Yeah. And then you also, that, that's not just pharmaceutical. You also have the NRA. Mm-hmm. And you also have people on the other side who are also equally biased yeah. or pushing their own agenda. Right. That, that's the problem. I think, I think it's all agenda-driven, mm-hmm. especially in areas like uh, the States and Canada, I think, when, where there's so many like, different factors that could affect a lot that can affect what's it called protocols that can affect like you know uh constitutions and, and, and amendments and all that i think that's where things get a bit mm-hmm. polluted. and the thing is, is you cannot you know um have a medical professional psychoanalyze each and every student out there of course that has an issue it's, it's it literally a minor issue that they take to an extreme and you know react in a different way that again is in your opinion um uh, a sickness or yeah. mentally ill um, and so it's almost something that you, you cannot do. Now, gun violence is a lot less um, in certain countries, like sure. Canada, for example. Which also has guns. It has guns. I know. There's a lot of, like, I think, does everyone have, like, a hunting rifle? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. But, <laughs> but, I mean, but, again, the number of guns, guns is a lot less. Yes. The population is less. But even if you take it into into uh, relative, you know, sort of uh, sure. statistics, it, there's there's no, there's no, it's, it's not, you know, you can't even compare it. Yeah. And it's because I think the problem is, is that the NRA yeah. in Canada, uh, sorry, in the States, um, is pushing so hard for the for the Second Amendment and the people the right to be able to bear arms, sure. and for anybody to be able to get them without background checks. Like, for example, I was uh, reading, I was hearing a podcast um, on the New York Times, sure. um, and uh, there was a um, psychologist or a psychiatrist, sorry, speaking on it, and she was talking about how. Um, you know, she gets to evaluate a person that may be showing signs mm-hmm. of, uh, let's say, violence. Um, and then that goes to a court and the judge decides whether that person is committed after she admits them. So there's admission and then there's commi- commi- okay. committing and commitment. And so when a judge commits that person, then they are in a, uh, you know, a confined sort of institution or whatever it or is. Asylum. Worked on. Exactly. Yeah. If not, then they're sent back into society. With perhaps, like for example, in the state of California, it said they have a five-year probationary period where okay, they can't in. buy a gun and they, okay. you know, they can't do anything in particular. But on the sixth year, the guy can go back in California, buy a gun, and, do, and you know shoot up so any a school. Basically, anyone with like a bit of logic can like just study the laws yeah. and just like, figure a way around it. There are exactly, and he, and if he were to travel from the state of California to another state, the next day he can go buy a gun and do it. Yeah, that's crazy. So these are the things that mm. need to be looked at. You know, it's. Do you want know for me? I find it so astounding. We're 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 in twenty. By the time it's come out, it's gonna be twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and still, still information is still not. I can't. I, you cannot find unbiased information. For example, I hear. I see. I've seen like undercover people go and buy guns and they don't do the che- background checks, which yeah. kind of enforces that you know there's not a strong enough background check. Mm-hmm. But then I've seen other ones who do the same thing. Yeah. And they do background checks. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the, what's the reality? Like is, is, everyone has a everyone has a bias. Everyone has an agenda. Yeah. There's I've yet to see a like an objective be like you know what everyone's enforcing this because mm-hmm. I just can't see it. Yeah. So it, it makes things harder to to come up with a 
the decisional things. When you have two powerful sides, two powerful, you know, uh, parties battling with each other in this yeah. kind of a thing, there's always going to be a gray area. Yeah. You know, and the, again, it's it's like President Trump in the U.S. Yeah. Um, advocated for guns to be, um, you know, for people to be armed in schools. Yeah. So he says, you know, his argument is, is our jewelry stores are protected. Our banks are protected with people that, with that are armed. Yeah. Uh, why aren't our children protected with people that are armed? Yeah. Right. And then you, you look at the statistics where there is a school, a high school. I don't know exactly where in the U.S. Um, that had a mass shooting and there was one armed guard. Uh, could stop him. He went, bro, he went to the parking lot and hid. He was oh, the wow. first person to take cover in a parking lot as soon as the, the shooting started to happen. Wow. So just hold, by holding a gun, you're not going to be the That's one true. preventing uh, you know, an action like that. That's true. And then you're introducing basically a, an environment where guns are, yeah. are, are all over the place. You know, like uh, imagine there's an unstable. He also, he said that uh, teachers should be, should be armed. And yeah, I saw that. I was completely Yeah, and this would now make it free because you're giving a teacher a, an arm. You give him a bit of a bonus for being armed. Yeah. And you've essentially hired a free armed security guard in the that's class. Terrible. These are that's people. Terrible. Yeah, and they terrible. have mental illnesses 100%. and, and you know, instability. Just because he's a teacher does not mean he's, he's, he's a get, void of Very of well get up and shoot up the entire class. You, you just give him a, a, an easier way to do so. Right? So if there's just no, yeah. no thing. Yeah. One last thing I have to say yeah. before you go. <laughs> I just remembered Dave Chappelle's recent stand-up that he just uh, released. Six of yes. Oh, great. In Amazing. It, he goes, you know, they're doing drills in schools yeah. to, to, to basically, um, you know, with the students and the parents. And, and they're saying, okay, well, if a shooter does this, this is what you do. Not realizing that the shooter is probably sitting right there so in that class. Yeah. So you're just now telling the shooter. You're giving the blueprint of, exactly. of exactly how to navigate that. <laughs> it's so true. So true. By the way, watch that stand-up oh, if you love haven't. It. If you haven't watched that stand-up, that is by far one of the best stand-ups. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, so good. Like, yeah, episodes I've ever seen. For me, is when I was like, asked about the Second Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. I'm American, so I, I go like this, right? If we don't address, because in my opinion, I think there's a correlation. If we don't address mental illness with guns, mm-hmm. you taking away guns won't do anything. Because if someone is really has an issue and he really wants to kill someone, buying it legally or illegally becomes an arbitrary thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to find guns, you're going to find it, right? Even mm-hmm. in Australia, right, which eliminated all their guns after a huge issue earlier, like many, many years ago, there's still guns out there. I disagree, but I'm going to let you finish oh, sure. and then I'm going to kind so of... So for me that. is I think those two have to go hand in hand. Uh-huh. I, th- I, th- I don't think you should do one without the other. Mm-hmm. I think work on both simultaneously mm-hmm. and then find a way to limit guns. Do I, do I think a guy needs to buy... Or should have the right to buy 20 machine guns? No. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely against that, flat out. Mm-hmm. Do I think someone needs to have a machine gun as a means of protection? No. Mm-hmm. I think a, a useless person with a machine gun is a lot worse than anyone with a handgun. Mm-hmm. Do I think there has to be rigorous, when I say like rigorous training, because a, 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 an amateur with a gun is as dangerous as a killer, Yeah. right? So I think, I think is if you can... It probably will never happen, but if you can address mental illness, Mm -hmm. you can address proper background checks. If Mm -hmm. you can address proper trainings for people like guns and all that, then I will be with the Second Amendment on these very strict guidelines. If if you can't do that Mm -hmm. and and nothing's going to be addressed, then all we're doing is, is creating a world of violence. Right. 
That's all I kind of. I see at. your point. Yeah. Um, I'm in agreement with it for the most part. Yeah. Um, I think the only difference that I would have in my in my position is that I think all the things that you mentioned need to be addressed. Yeah. But I also think that it has to be harder and harder hmm. for children, in particular, hmm. people under a specific age, the adult age, sure, right, uh, to be able to to um, acquire or get their hands on a gun. And sure. I think that curbing um, selling guns, even on a legal level. Again, all this changes if, like you said, if the the, the, the if the ages are enforced, if sure. if um, evaluations and background checks are done properly, then a person going in to buy a gun can't buy a gun yeah. unless they're you know. But there's people people go even if you have all that, we still should not have guns. You can't so you eliminate guns. Yeah. Guns are, are in in society; they always will be. I don't see a world without guns. Ever. Legal or illegal. Legal or illegal. Yeah. I do think that maybe at, at some point in the future, you know, who knows how long yeah. uh, from now, guns may be replaced with something like laser guns or something yeah, yeah. else. Some it's other, just, it's just know, another form of killing. Yeah, some yeah. other form of uh, personal weapon that you can hurt another person or protect yourself, whatever it may be, um, will may happen. But, yeah, that concept is not, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's done. It's out there. It's going to stay. You can't eliminate guns. Hmm. What you need to do, and I agree with you, you know, from this point of view, is you need to be able to make sure that the the the, the wrong people don't get their hands on guns. Yes, yeah. I think that's the issue, yeah. right? For me, is for me, if we can address all those, then yeah. I could actually live in a world where I don't need to own a gun. Yeah. All right. But if I'm going to live in the states, which I don't right now, but if yeah. I live to live in the states, and the current way it is, I don't feel I would feel secure. Yeah. If I didn't have a gun. Now, I'm a, I'll be very responsible. I'll take a, a lot of training. I'll make sure I know exactly what I'm doing. I won't be just an amateur. Mm -hmm. But then I won't be comfortable to be like to not have a, at least a handgun in the house For sure. just in case. For sure. But if all those strict regulations were there, I would then feel comfortable mm -hmm. not to even have a gun. Because yeah. I know, for example, the chances of a, of a person with mental illness or a person who wants to kill me, it becomes significantly decreased. Mm -hmm. But until then, I would, need, I would feel I would need to own a gun. Mm -hmm. But at yeah. least I'd be a, a responsible accountable adult and do the right steps to do so that's the thing right yeah. now you can't expect that from everyone no no actually this, probably this is probably the minority you think like that and one thought that kind of gets yeah. to the, 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 that i think about and i'm not going to comment too much about it because it may be sensitive to sure. certain you know um uh systems or whatever it may be